Hello and good evening uh, to all things Sky Blue. Game preview, Sheffield, went our trip to uh, to Sheffield Wednesday uh, at Hillsborough on Saturday at three o'clock. Uh, to go through the normal um, things that I normally do, as you can see down on our ticker below, you can see where to find us at all things Sky Blue on X or Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. Uh, we are on uh, Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, anywhere else where you can get your podcasts from as well. We're sponsored this uh, season by Right Steel Fabrications. You can do your steel work, uh, welding up and down the country, but mainly in the way West Midlands and, and Warwickshire area. We're also partnered with the Anecdote Sports Bar at the CBS Arena. So, uh, game preview, obviously Sheffield Wednesday uh, at Hillsborough on Saturday. Um We've only just played them, so it seems, uh, you know, a, a short distance uh, from when um, we, we spoke last, really. So we're not sure what we're going to talk about, but I'm sure we'll find something. So as always, I'm joined by Mark. Hi, Mark. You OK? Yeah, evening, Stuart. Evening, everyone listening. Hope you're all good. Good. Yeah, very well. Thank you. And from uh, Wednesday Till I Die podcast, uh, James. How are you, James? <laughs> Yeah, I'm all good. Thanks. Thanks for having me on, Stuart. Thanks, Mark. Uh, yeah, all uh, all good. Like I said, like buses, in it. You know, you wait for so long, and uh, and then t two, and in our case, three come along at once. So yeah, I know. Um, yeah, obviously, we will touch on the uh, the cup game uh, first as well. So before we get into uh, the uh, the Boxing Day uh, game, uh, just let us know where we can find you guys and what you guys do again. Yeah, so it's the Wednesday Till I Die podcast uh, at WTID Pod on, on across all socials. Um, yeah, all the podcast providers are on YouTube as well, so you can uh, you can watch us as well as listen. We just uh, lightheartedly take a look back at the, the the game over the weekend. You know, our episodes go out on a Monday morning. Um, yeah, we have a lot of laughs, go off, go off on a lot of tangents. I mean, we even start talking about gladiators um, on the on the recent <laughs> podcast. Uh, I mean, to be fair, we got beat 4-0 by Southampton, so probably for the best, to be honest. Um, but yeah, there's myself, Liam, Jack and Lewis uh, always have a laugh. And um, yeah, we, we've even got some fan, fans of other clubs that listen to us weekly which is uh which is mad really uh, but yeah but like i said um yeah you can listen to us whinge and moan which is probably you know we've done a lot of that earlier on this season it's been a bit better recently i had some nice things to talk about but uh but yeah just search for the wednesday tie eye podcast really fantastic so mark let's get into boxing day shall we um what were your feelings before uh the game kicked off how did you feel um, well, I felt that we were playing Sheffield Wednesday not a great time, if I have to be honest. I know the league table didn't, although they were near the bottom, obviously, they've been near the bottom for the season. But on current, on the form back then, they were in decent form under Danny Roll. And, uh, you know, obviously their results at Hillsborough have been good, but maybe not as good away from home. But I knew it wouldn't be an easy game. And, uh, I I mean, when I, when I saw the game, I think out of the three teams in the bottom three, I would say... Although Rotherham did beat us, I thought Wednesday um, weren't, weren't too bad. Actually, I thought uh, they, um, you know, they they gave it their best shot. I thought they were they were decent going forward, particularly in the second half. They probably with a bit of luck. They could have got an equaliser um, when we were one up for a while. And you know, I think I think in the end it was it was a, it was a good win for us. But look, I mean, you know, this game on Saturday, I know we've, we've beaten Leicester, but 
you know, we've got to, we've got to stay on it. You know, we can't underestimate any team's division. And if, if you do that, you come unstuck. So I'm hoping, you know, we, we keep up the good form. Yeah, and uh, and speaking of good form, at, at that time, Sakamoto uh, was most definitely on good form, wasn't he? You know, obviously, we, we spoke a little bit a minute ago uh, off air, didn't we, James? And, and you mentioned Sakamoto. Did he fulfil your expectations? Did he surprise you with, with how well he played? And obviously, he did score the two goals as well. Yeah, it was, it was a real handful, to be fair. I mean, I must admit, I didn't know a great deal about him before and just seeing that, you know, a few murmurs on social media and how good he's been playing. Um, but yeah, down, I think both wings, you really attacked us, especially in that first half. We hardly really had a touch, um, you know, well, up until the point where you scored the first goal. And, and yeah, it was, I thought he was um, probably one of your, you know, one of your dangerous plays that you, that you had on that game. Although I think you played, you played quite well on the whole, to be honest, uh, we, yeah, you mentioned our form mark. Yeah. I'd picked up a little bit. We got beat by Cardiff the, the week before, which we should have really won that game as well. And we were kind of going into it thinking, you know, it's gonna be a tough game, probably gets, you know, there's a chance of us getting something, but you know, it wasn't, um, it wasn't too disheartening to come away with a defeat. You know, we're not <clears throat> quite realistic in, in our expectations. I think, even, well, even though on social media, it probably doesn't, <laughs> don't look like that, but you know, where there wasn't as much of a meltdown after the game. And I think you're right as well. A bit unlucky in that second half. I mean, how we didn't score on a couple, number of occasions, I've, I've no idea. I mean, whether we would have gone on to, to get something out of the game is a, is another thing, but um, you know, there was certainly chalk and cheese. And I just felt that you boys, didn't and I know it finished two nil and obviously you, you took that second chance, but there were chances in the first half where you, you could have been home and hosed quite easily, but you know just that lacking that last like you know last bit of quality in the box or that kind of final uh, you know that final pass could, could, could you know if that were a little bit better then perhaps the scoreline could have been a lot lot more. Yeah, and obviously you have like you mentioned you, you know your, your home form has been uh, a little bit better than your away form has anyway. So we are coming to your ground, um, obviously, on Saturday. Um, do you think he'll... Do you think anything will be... Tw has he tweaked anything slightly? Because, obviously, in the past, um, the, the games in between, obviously, Boxing Day and, and this Saturday, there's been four games, uh, not including, obviously, a cup game. Uh, you've won three. You've only lost one. So that shows quite a turn in, in how well you guys are performing. Has he tweaked anything in between from Boxing Day uh, to, to to get you them wins? Or has it been pretty much same old, but you've just been taking them chances? Yeah, I mean, we've had a few injuries as well. I mean, just looking at the side that, that started against yourself, uh, you know, Patterson went off with concussion. He's still not come back since going off uh, after Boxing Day. And he were quite a regular starter. Uh, Will Volks uh, is another one. He got injured in the, in the following game against Preston, which we won. Bambo Diaby obviously got that red card right at the end. He's only just come back from uh, from suspension. And to be honest, I wish he'd never come back because um, he made a mistake which conceded as the first goal at the weekend. Um, yeah, I mean he has he has tweaked things. I mean he put he put Bernard in the middle of the park against Southampton, which to be honest is probably the first mistake that that Danny Rill's done since he's come in. And first thing we can kind of criticise him for, because he's a centre-back, um, Bernardi, he isn't a midfielder. And we've got, you know, the likes of Momo Diaby or Will Volks that can play there, or even Liam Palmer, who played at right-back uh, on Boxing Day. He'd slotted in in a few games in, uh, you know, in, in, in centre midfield. I mean, 
Um, yeah, the, this, these, these players coming back from injury, but we've also, like I said, uh, lost a few. And I think really what I think we, we tried to tweak it against Southampton because of the opposition that we were coming up against. Um, and like I said, it, it didn't really work. I'm not. I'm not saying that if we'd have played differently, we could have got a different scoreline. I mean, it ended four nil in the end, and they absolutely, absolutely battered us. To be perfectly yeah. honest, we all they had a had a touch of the ball. They just passed us to death, and, and they were clinical um, on the counter attack, yeah. really. But, um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of you know the the strikers, you know, Kadamachi started up front. Uh, I don't think he had a particularly good game against. Uh, Against Coventry, to be honest, I think he was pulled, up, uh, dragged off at half time, if I remember rightly. And um, and yeah, I mean, obviously January transfer windows open at the moment. We have brought in uh, a forward, an EK Ugbo from well, you'd know him from playing at, at Cardiff, but he's at, he was actually on loan at Cardiff from French side okay. Troyes. So uh, yeah, he didn't play at the weekend, but he might get a he might get a chance on on Saturday. But you know, in answer to your initial question. He has chopped and changed it, but it's mainly down to the injuries and, and things like okay. that, rather than a, rather than kind of needing to change it. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, 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 it does completely. And obviously, you have mentioned just there, which I was going to touch on uh, in a minute as well, but you uh, you kind of beat me to it. What did what did you make of the red card? Because uh, it was on. Uh, obviously, I, I'm in block thirty six, so it was down my end, and then literally out of the blue. You know, Kitchen and uh, and your player. I can't remember his name now. Sorry, Bamba um, Diaby. Bam, yeah, yeah. Diaby. He, he just it just kicked off, and then everybody just surrounded. We didn't know yeah. what what had started it. What was what was what did you see from your point of view? Yeah, I mean, it, it was it's one of the. I think it was just a frustrating game for our for our point. You know, in the second half, we were knocking on the door, missing a few yeah. chances and things like that, and then you go down the other end and and make it two 0 and it is you know it is frustrating and i think something must have been going off be beforehand and uh yeah they had a bit of a scuffle didn't they and i think he's gone to headbutt him or something like that and your player probably a bit harsh being being sent off him in, in all honesty and it's just not on you know it, i can get it for a bad tackle you know a, a late tackle or something like yeah. that you know but to, to do something like that at the right at the end of the game i mean the game's finished and to be honest i, th I think really the referee could have just given both a yellow card the game had yeah. finished it didn't it didn't yeah. really need a red to be perfectly honest if he could have ref that a bit better but i suppose by the letter of the law you can't really uh you can't really headbutt someone and uh and no, get away can't, with it can't go head to head and especially i think if uh you know if they're if they're you know if the referee or the linesman whoever it was saw two heads coming together i think you know like you said by the letter of the law i think i think they're both uh, I think they both had to go, or they both had to have uh, a yellow card. Um, you know, it was it was half a one and half a dozen the other. It was it was one of them. What did you make of the incident, Mark? Uh, did you see it, or did you um, have you seen it on a on a replay or anything? Um, yeah, I felt I thought Bamba Diaby was the aggressor. If I have to be honest, I felt Kitchen was a bit, in my opinion, didn't do an awful lot wrong. I was surprised that he, he got this red card, but, um, you know, disappointing, really. Um, just thought it was a pretty poor decision by the referee. But it is what it is. We move on, um, you know, but I just felt that uh, I couldn't really see what Kitchen did wrong in that one. It just seemed a bit of a strange yeah. decision for me. Yeah. Yeah, it was, you know. Again, like I said, it was down. It was down my uh, my side, and and it looked like to me that Kitchen was just 
kind of defended himself a little bit to a certain extent, uh, but I did see a, a slight head movement. Um, you know, I have to, I do have to be honest. I can't say that it was all down to uh, Diaby. I think Kitchen did do a little bit something back. Whether it was enough um, for the melee to actually continue and, and to, to go off like it did, I'm not sure. But I think, just... I think you're right, James. I think a yellow card for each of them would have survived considering that I think the next kick he, uh, he blew for full time anyway, or it was already gone. I think, I think anyway, the game had already it? finished by the point yeah. where that happened. So yeah. a bit unnecessary really. But again, you know, as a, as a professional footballer, I know emotions can get high, but you can't be doing that. I and mean, we were lost him for three yeah. games. Like I said, probably a blessing in disguise to be perfectly honest, but, um, but you know, you, you, when you, when, when the, it was suffering with injuries and things like that to lose yeah. a player, Dancers, needless help, suspension. It? It's, yeah, it's not great. Yeah. What were you going to say, Mark, a minute ago? Sorry, mate. Yeah, no, I was just going to, just going to say it's just a very unsavory incident. It didn't, didn't. I just didn't understand it, really. It was like the game had gone 2 0. Yeah. I mean, I suppose you can understand it more in Diaby's case. If you're losing 2 0, you can get a bit wound up. And I suppose that can happen. The redness can descend a bit. But yeah, it's a shame, really, because I didn't think it was a dirty game, was it really? It was, no, it, was a it wasn't. Clean, sort yeah. of, he, he, clean game really i mean yeah it wasn't like there's been some bad tackles and there's a bit of afters you could sort of understand it a little bit but not in this particular game i thought it was uh no well there was only two yellow game. cards i think yeah. one yellow card a piece up until that point so, yeah yeah, it was, yeah uh, so a strange one yeah it was it was so obviously mark uh we'll, we'll move on slightly to uh to our little bit of form uh that we've got as well i think to be fair apart from i think we drew against swansea uh the friday after boxing day uh, and then we've done pretty much the same i think i think we've won uh all the games we have conceded um in each of the games as well just because obviously like yourselves we lost kitchen uh due to that red card uh, and Binks come in. Now, Binks, for me, is a good replacement, is a good squad player. I think he's probably slightly technically better. I know Mark will, might disagree on that one in a minute. But I think he's slightly a technically, technically better player. But Kitch, what Kitchen does is he gives you that connection with Thomas and Collins that Binks necessarily can't. So that's where I think that we we may have conceded the goals from just that maybe lack of that connection between the three of them. What what do you think to that, Mark? Do you think I'm I'm right in that, or do you think I'm completely and utterly wrong? <laughs> um, to an extent, maybe. I think if you look back at the Swansea game, um, the second goal they scored right at the depth, the depth of the game. I think Brad Collins for me has got to take the the, the criticism for that one because. He doesn't mark his wall out properly. That's not down to Binks or, you know, lack of Binks or yeah. lack of kitchen or whatever. He doesn't line the wall up properly. And then it's just an easy goal, easy free kick for him. And I just think that was pretty poor. But, um, yeah, I think I think I know what he's trying to say, Stuart. I think Binks is a is a, is a good cultured centre-half, I think, in the modern-day game. Yeah. Someone who's got, you know, he's a good pass for a ball. He brings the ball out. He's quite com comfortable on the ball, whereas... Uh, kitchen is kind of a more of a no-nonsense, old-fashioned type centre half. You know, you know, kind of a habit type of mentality. You know, that there's no there's no messing about with him. And I I, I like Kitchen personally. I think he, he complements yeah. well with, with Bobby Thomas and, and uh, Brad Collins. But equally, I think Binks hasn't done a lot wrong either. So you know, I'm kind of I think it's it's good to have some competition for places, which is always important in any club. And um, yeah, but I still think Kitchen is the man for me. 
Yeah, it's it's pretty similar to um, to what James has just said. Obviously, uh, I think DRB came in as soon as he was back from suspension, didn't he, against Southampton? And it's the same for Kitchen. Kitchen came straight in uh, for the game against Leicester, didn't he, Mark? Um, and again, that connection. You know, obviously, we we did go on and uh, obviously beat um, at Leicester City, the M sixty nine derby um, on uh, on Saturday at midday. Um, but they just, they seemed, again, like I said, it's that connection that, that Collins, uh, Kitchen and Thomas gives you. Do you think he's going to change it up or do you think he just sticks with the same for the game against um, Chef Wednesday on Saturday? Um, can't see many changes for this one. Um, depends if Hadji Wright is fit. Does he come into the team? Probably not. He's been he's got a duct injury. I don't know if he's in training or not. Uh, he has wasn't certainly wasn't trained last week. So I suspect he won't be playing this game. I think Casey Palmer will probably retain his place. Um I thought Godden put in a really good shift in against Leicester. Um, but then also when LSM came on the sub, he made an impact as well. So that's that's an interesting conundrum there. Um, I would expect more change for the cup match, if I have to be honest. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's um, if it's an unchanged team. Um, I can't I can't see there being many too many changes, if I have to be honest. Okay, fair enough. Um, so you think it's pretty much going to be the same team that you put out for um, for Leicester, barring maybe a change up front uh, for for Sims to start maybe and Godden to be on the bench or. Possibly, because uh, you know, Sheffield Wednesday. I mean, most teams in the division are physical side, so you might, yeah. you may, you may offer a Sims, but um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he rotates the strike because that's the only position that he could rotate is possibly up front with Sims for Godden. Not that Godden's done anything wrong. I thought he had a good game against Leicester. I thought he worked really hard for the team and uh, you know, kind of provided us an assist uh, for the third goal. So. Yeah, I, I, I thought he, he, he. I still think he's an important player for the club, but maybe he he might tweak it that way, possibly. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, James, do you see any changes from the uh, the game at Southampton? Uh, yeah, I do. To be honest, um, like I mentioned and alluded to earlier, Bernard did not work in in the middle of the park. He uh, brought Will Volks on for him um, at half time, and I. I don't think I would, you know, replace Bernard. I would just move him back to centre back and, and take Diaby out of the firing line. Even though he did come back after his suspension, um, he has got better Diaby, but you know, uh, he, he has got a mistake in him. And I just think Bernard is a much better is a much better player. Michael Ahekwa came in um, to replace uh, Diaby after he got that suspension, and he's been fantastic. He hardly got a sniff this season, and he's certainly not played. <clears throat> Sorry, under under Danny Rail, um, but he's kind of played under you know out of necessity, and and he's done done really well. And I just think you know Bambo Diaby should have never really come back into the side. Um, another well, a namesake, Momo Diaby. We've got two Diabys in our team. He's been injured all of the first half of the season, and then he he, he wasn't even registered in the twenty five man squad. Uh, the squad was was full, and we couldn't even get him back in, even though he was fit. Uh, right. So so in, in January the first, it, it almost felt like a brand new signing. He'd only played forty minutes before on his debut before he went off injured oh, uh, wow, at the okay. start of the season. So uh, he plays in that defensive mid mid role. I, I, I do really like him. Um, 
you know, he's he's just like a Rolls Royce. He's six foot six. He's a, he's an absolute man mountain. Wow. Um, reminds me very much like Carlton Palmer in his stature. You know, long legs, a few strides, and he can he can really you know munch the miles up. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'd expect to have a Will Volks or or Diaby uh, to come in. Um, I, I don't think Ek Ugbo will start. Um, I think he'll probably be on the bench. We'll, we'll we'll certainly see him at some point in the game, but I don't think he'll start. But other than that, I think he'll probably keep very similar size. You know, it'll, it'll be you know Johnson on the left, uh, Palmer on the right, Bannon, and and then either Volks or Momo Diaby. Then it'll be Gasama and Musaba, the two wingers that were you know that had a bit of pace when we played you boys. Windass will probably be in the ten. I think that's his, his best better position. Uh, and then we'll have to go with Kadamatri up top. But you know, he scored three goals. Um and I think, yeah, at, at home, he's you know, away from home it might be a little bit different. But at home I think he'll certainly start up there. I mean the big the big question is whether he's gonna stick with Cameron Dawson in goal. Um we've signed James Beadle, who uh, were playing regularly for Oxford yeah, in I League One. That, yeah. Um he, his loan was terminated by Brighton and he sent him to to us. Our goalkeeping coach was at Brighton um a couple of years back. So I think that's where the obviously where the where the link comes. You know, he'll he'll have seen him coming up through the ranks and obviously he's got contacts at, at Brighton. So whether yeah. the goal, goalkeeping coach had a say in that. He's only nineteen, he's very young. Um but you know Cameron Dawson has just shipped four goals in the last uh, in the last game. I mean, he saved two penalties in the FA Cup. I don't know if you if you saw that, but that was uh, no, quite remar- quite quite remarkable. But um, a lot of people were saying, you know, it, that Beadle uh, James Beadle should have come in and played in goal against Southampton. Probably in hindsight, probably not great to make your debut. And uh, you know, we're probably going to lose that game anyway. But it'd be interesting to see whether he stands by Cameron Dawson because he has made a few clangers this season and and under Danny Rule as well. But he's stuck by his side. But to bring in a, a goalkeeper like that, we already had a goalkeeper on loan as well uh, in Devis Vasquez. He never used him, Danny Rule, but he's now brought right. Beadle in. You think you know if he's not going to change his goalkeeper, you might as well just stick with the one that you've that you've already yeah. got. But he's made the decision yeah. to change it, so. Uh, it, it just sounds like we might be seeing a different goalkeeper in goal on Saturday. Okay, interesting. Uh, well, to go, uh, not off topic, but the last time that we uh, won at Hillsborough was uh, the 22nd of November uh, 2008. Uh, I know we haven't been in the same league uh, for some of them years uh, either anyway, but we've got to go uh, away back to, uh, and that was a 1 0 win, and uh, Clinton Morrison scored uh, for us. Uh, so, obviously, you've mentioned Sakamoto uh, being a threat. Uh, do you see any other threats um, coming from us? Uh, yeah, quite a lot, to be fair. I mean, <laughs> most of your side <laughs> will probably get into uh, into ours, if I'm being, uh, if I'm being perfectly honest. Um, yeah, I, I, it's just. Um, I mean, Sakamoto is probably the is probably the main one. I think he kind of obviously got two goals. So of course I'm gonna uh, yeah. I'm gonna mention him. It's you know it would be a miss of me not to mention him. But for the um, is it is it is it Hadji right? Is he the one that Hadji played on right, the yeah. on the left hand side? I thought I thought both wingers causes all sorts of problems. Um, you know. Like last time we played, I mean O'Hare. He's, I thought he was pretty quiet when we played each other. Even though you know, I thought he did. Uh, did he, I think he scored in the game prior, and obviously he's, he bagged a couple at the weekend, didn't he, against Leicester? Yes. So he'll yeah. be uh, 
he'll be you know he'll be banging form and uh, and obviously looking to looking to score. But I thought we kept him fairly quiet at, uh, on Boxing Day. I don't know what whether that was just kept, you know because I was my expectations of him were were quite high. But no, I think you you know you you got the ball out wide and uh, and really utilised the space. And I think that's probably one of our weaknesses at the moment is you know we're not stopping the cross and we we are giving teams a lot of space on the wing. Whether that's deliberate or not, I don't know, but. Uh, it certainly, you know, it certainly causing us a few problems. I mean, all four goals that we conceded against Southampton came from the ball coming in from from the wing. I mean, it weren't necessarily crosses every time. Quite a few were just played along the floor and, and swept in. But um, but yeah, I'm sure both both those will be uh, will, will be ones to look out for. Yeah. Okay. Well, Hadji Wright won't be because at the moment he is injured. Uh, but Casey Palmer will probably be coming into that and. Uh, Casey Palmer's been doing really, really well. He scored. I don't know whether you saw the screamer that he scored for Oxford, uh, for us against Oxford, I should say. Uh, yeah, but, great uh, but yeah, uh, so that he's got that in the locker. He's got a good free kick in the locker as well, uh, as well as Milan has um, as well. So, Mark, um, what? Uh, I don't know where I was going to go then with that one. Uh, I've just lost my train of thought. Uh, that was it. Any questions uh, for James? Yeah, I, I noticed that. I mean, the thing we've got to be mindful of as a Coventry, you know, Coventry fan, Coventry players, is Sheffield Wednesday's home forms in recent games is actually really good. The last five games in all competitions, they've, they've won four and lost one. Um, I mean, James, what do you put that down to? What why is why is the home form so much better than the away form? Is it just a confidence thing playing in front of the fans, the fans behind the players, or style of football? What, what would you put it down to? Yeah, it's a it's a tricky one that one. I mean, um, obviously the win against Hull, they got a red card, which obviously helps. But I think we we're on top anyway beforehand. Um, I mean, the only game we lost was against Cardiff, and we should have really won won that one. Um, I think I think the away fixtures have been a bit tricky, so I think it, I think it also falls down to the fact of the teams that we were we were playing. We played Blackburn at the start of their demise; they've kind of fell off a cliff since we've uh, since we've beat them um, as well. I think I mean the atmosphere at home isn't great. I'll be perfectly honest; it hasn't been great for a while, even in League One. Uh, as much as we get the you know the, the good attendances. Um, I think, like you know, the past couple of seasons, there's been that expectation there. I think this season, um, well, it's been awful for the first, you know, first ten. I think the first game we won were 13, 14 games into the season, so we're only just kind of getting back on his feet. However, one thing I would say, maybe because of that, you know, we have got that kind of siege mentality, and to be, I think we're at one point we're 12, 13 points adrift of safety, which is. Uh, we were miles behind, um, and to to get back to where we are now, and and obviously the the football that Danny Real is playing is a lot lot better. Uh, it's chalk and cheese in comparison to where we were at the start of the season. You know, up until the game of the weekend against Southampton, he could do no wrong. Uh, like I said, like I mentioned, he did make a. You have to kind of put a bit of a mistake down to the the, the lineup that he chose and the way that he went to and play that game, but it's a lot more attacking and a lot more on the front foot. And then just also the way that he kind of interacts with the crowd and, you know, when and he gets involved and he's, you know, he's throwing his arms up in the air and showing that passion. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think it is just that siege mentality more than, more than anything in that, that, you know, the, the fans getting behind the team. We've been scoring a lot of late goals as well. Not so much in recent weeks, but, but certainly look, you know, a last minute goal against, uh, against less to get a, 
to get a point. QPR was another really late goal as well to to win yeah. it. So when when that when you do that and and the crowd is is behind you right to the end, then obviously it does make a, a make a massive difference. I, yeah, and I think the away form is just down to just the teams that we've been coming up against. You know, Southampton, um, you know yourselves as well. You've you've been fantastic at home. You know, both teams on a on a on a great run. Um, and the first half of the season we were just crap at home and away to be honest. <laughs> Well, yeah, I think, it, I, I, think on, I think Arsenal and Sheffield Wednesday are the only two clubs that have avoided losing to Leicester at home this season. I think that's is one that, thing got in right? common. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe, Wednesday maybe. drew and we, we beat them. So there you go. Yeah, we we that's did draw fact. to them uh, one apiece. Like I said, a last minute goal. Um, they should have battered yeah. us. To be fair, they had all the ball. They just didn't do anything with it. But yeah. but yeah, and I think that's where the two similarities probably end. To be honest. <laughs> uh, can we get a score prediction from you, James? Yeah, um, it's going to be tough. Um, hand on heart, I, 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 you know you're in fantastic form at the moment. Um, if we, I can, I can see you beating us. To be honest, really, if we get anything out of the game, it'll be it'll be absolute bonus. So my my head is saying that you'll you might beat us two one. Uh, my heart is saying that you know we can dig in like we have done, and we can you know bounce back from that four nil defeat at the weekend, and and perhaps and perhaps nick it one nil but yeah uh okay. in reality i think really i won't look i, I won't be too disheartened i said this off air as well we, we've we've come to within three points of safety after after being so far behind um it was just annoying that we we're playing southampton away and, and huddersfield had a, had a relatively easy fixture they've yeah. drawn i think they've got blackburn this weekend as well and it's just it's just annoying that we've got two fairly difficult fixtures and you know the gap could have drifted back out to nine you know as it happens others feel the crap as well so uh they didn't, they didn't take advantage of it but it's just, there's a chance that they could win at the weekend and and like through no fault of our own you know you look at the games and all right we're at home so we should expect to get something but just just by virtue of the fixtures that are coming up you could we could find ourselves you know even further away but there is still a lot of a lot of time left in the season of course yeah there is that there's lo there's loads of football and anything can still happen most definitely mark any score prediction from you uh, well, You're going to sit on the fence as normal. Uh, I I always do this because I, if I predict us to win, we never do. So uh, we should win, if I have to be honest. Um, but Wednesday's home form is is a slight concern for me from our point of view because they have been playing better at home, and I think it will be a harder game than it would be if we were the home side like it was in, in boxing on Boxing Day. But if we keep, if we played, in, in all honesty, in all seriousness, if we played to the level we've been playing, we should beat, we should beat Sheffield Wednesday. If I have to be honest, um, if we don't turn up, then we can, you know, like any game, you get unstuck. But um, I'm going to go for us to win. Um, I'm going to go for a three-one win. Okay. Our only crumb of comfort is that uh, was it seven of your eight defeats this season have come away from home. Yes. Uh, obviously, yeah, your home yeah. form's blistering, but all your all your defeats really have, have come on six. the travels. So that yeah, six and one. Yeah, that that's like seven in all comps. I mean, you lost to yeah. Wimbledon, didn't you? In the, at the start. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 that, that, yeah. That, that's our only that's our only glimmer of hope is that your away form's not as good as what you are at home. Just just on that, by the way, your home fans and the and the atmosphere was was complimented by uh, by quite a lot of Sheffield Wednesday fans, by the way. So uh, yeah, people saying it was the, the the best the best atmosphere that they've had all season uh, going away wow. from home. Fantastic! Okay. Thank you very much for that one. Um, for me, um, like, you know, just as Mark said, really, a little bit, 
if, if we show up, and I've said it all season, if we show up, we beat majority of sides or we get something from the game. Um, you know, our, our away form isn't the best and your home form is quite good. Um, but, you know, I, I, again, I always say if you draw your away games and win your home games, you'll be somewhere close uh, at the end of the season. Um, I will, if we drew 1-1 or 0-0, I wouldn't be that first necessarily, as long as it's two good teams going at it. Uh, but I, I, I still think that we may have too much uh, at the moment uh, with the form that we're in, the players that we've got. Uh, so I am going to go for the same scoreline uh, as on Boxing Day. So I am going to go for a 2-0 victory to us. Now, at this point, uh, I would normally start doing word associations and start finishing off. However, we have got another game a week later on the Friday night in the FA Cup. Um, so we will we'll discuss that a little bit and preview that a little bit as well, rather than doing a separate uh, show, uh, because that, apart from any in barring any injuries or subs uh, or suspensions, if it's the RB Kitchen round two, uh, you know, it's uh, it's pretty much going to be the, the, the same. So, James, do you barring any injuries and any suspensions that does uh, come that our way or, or your way on uh, on Saturday? Do you see any changes? Do you think he changes it up for the FA Cup? Or is he just trying to get momentum going into to every game? Yeah, I, I thought that he were going to change it over the Cardiff game. In all honesty, he made, he made three changes. He, he rested Kadamatri, he rested Barry Bannon. One's 19, the other one's 34 years old. And he also rested uh, Marvin Johnson as well, who was he's in his 30s as well. Um, other than that, it was all the you know all the the, the same side that that went out the previous week. So, um, like I said, I, I would have played the kids. In all honesty, I was more bothered about focusing on the league. Clearly, Danny Real has you know a, a different outlook on it now. Um, I mean, one way you could look at it is as much as it's a boring tie. In, in all in all honesty, I was expecting you know one of the. You know the the Premier League sides, as I'm sure you were probably expecting as well or hoping for. Yeah. Um, it, it is it is a, it's a team that you play in the in the league. It is a chance of of getting through, especially depending on how you take. It. I mean, Cardiff made a whole host of changes, so and obviously we beat them four nil. It's one of those, isn't it? If if you play a strong side and they make a lot of changes, it's it's almost like a, an easy buy into into the next round. And uh, and yeah, I think I think momentum is key, and he did mention that in his in his pre-match press conference as well that you know he, he just wants to keep you know keep building and you've got to remember that you know unlike mark robbins is uh he's been there not he hasn't been there a long a long time you know it, it feels like he's been here quite a while now but games are just coming thick and fast so it's, it's another opportunity to to kind of implement whatever he's trying because we're not there we're not a finished article yet you know we're not winning every game every week so um so yeah, I, I don't think he'll make many changes. He'll probably rest Barry Bannon. Uh, he might just do the same thing again. You know, rest the players that have, have perhaps had a, you know, a, a tough game the week before. And um, but other than that, no, I don't. I don't expect him to. I expect him to give the FA Cup the respect that it deserves. Put it that way. Yeah, yeah. No, I I like that. I, I do like that. Uh, and you kind of you, you you have kind of answered my next question that I was going to ask. Do do because our our own Doug King and Mark Robbins have both said this year they want a good cup run. 
Uh, hence why I think we put a fairly strong side out on um, against Oxford. Do you, do you think that Danny Roll um, wants a cup run to keep that momentum going? Or do you think that he's, he's just trying different things out? Because like you said, he hasn't been there that long. And I suppose he's got to try different players out in different positions to see if if they can help out somewhere else in the league if needed. Yeah, I mean, the, the other thing as well is we're, we're, we're strapped for cash as well at the moment. Uh, I mean, I think it was, was it 100 grand or whatever that you won for uh, for winning in the in the third round. And I think it's something, you know, similar to winning in the yeah. in the fourth round as well. So, you know, it doesn't sound a lot, but, you know, when you when you haven't got a great deal of money, then it, it certainly helps. I don't know whether there was a, a whisper in his ear from the chairman saying, you know, <laughs> We could deal with this money if we if we win. Don't don't put a weak side out. But now nah, I, I think it is just a case. It's not necessarily trying new things, but just it's just when you're down at the bottom, you know, you're down at the bottom for a reason because you've you've lost more games than you've won. Yeah. To get a, a you know we, we beat Cardiff four 0 I know we haven't followed that up with a with a win in the following game mainly because we played Southampton, but. But the, you know, certain players could could get a lot of confidence. I mean, Cameron Dawson making two penalty saves. You know, if it wasn't him in net and it was Pierce Charles, it you know, it doesn't get that that confidence boost. I know there's the whole injuries and things, but I think too much is um, is looked into in, in in that regards. I think the whole resting players, it, it's it's all filtered down from the Premier League and your you know, likes of your Liverpools and your Man Cities because they're doing it. it you know, it's filtered down and and kind of diluted the FA Cup somewhat in terms of how people yeah. look at it in yeah, terms of importance. Um but it, it's it you know it's nice when you when you pay your money to go and watch that you know you want to be seeing the you want to be seeing the first team. You don't want to be seeing there as much as on a bigger picture you might be thinking play the kids. In reality when you go you want to see a good performance at the end of the day and, yeah. and there's more chance of doing that with with your first eleven out there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Mark, obviously going back to the draw, uh, obviously James has just slightly alluded to it a little bit, saying, you know, we we were we were anticipating the draw. I did a live uh, a live TikTok uh, stream, and you know the anticipation of that, you know, that Man City or that Liverpool, and then Sheffield Wednesday came out first, and then we came out next. It just kind of felt a little bit deflated and flat, didn't it? How do you think that? Mark Robbins is going to approach this one the same as he did Oxford and put a strong side out? Or do you think, you know, now we're in the top six, do you think he's going to um, he's going to choose that one? I think he'll do a bit of both, but I think he'll try and utilise the squad that we've got. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if, say, the likes of Jay De Silva gets a start or Jamie Allen. Sims might need some game time. So... You might, you know, Ben Wilson obviously will probably come in for Brad Collins. For Kitchy, um, just to ensure there's no fight of him and that DRB guy. So that, that'd be a good reason to start him. <laughs> but um, no, in, all, in all seriousness, I think I think those sort of players, I would expect to get a run out. Uh, Lati Baudier may come in for Van Ivac, So he may, he, may, he may tweak it a bit. But, you know, James makes a good point. You know, if you... There is prize, there's, there's some decent prize money there available for the for the get for, for the victors of this game. So, and also, fingers crossed, that an opportunity to play a Premier League side. I'm sure both our clubs would want that because, yeah. uh, uh, you know, in in all fear, in all seriousness, I I'm kind of 
happy we we haven't got a non-league or a Wrexham or someone like that. We lost to Wrexham last year. We're not very good against lowly opposition. So I wasn't disappointed to get Sheffield Wednesday because one, um, you know, uh, it's uh, I like going. To, I mean, Hillsborough is a, is a great ground, and um, I'm not looking forward to going there personally. But I think it's it's a game where it won't be easy. It's a a winnable game potentially. I mean, you could you could you could Wednesday could argue that. If we put a weaker side out, it could be a winnable game for them. So I think I think it's a it's a, it's a tie that both teams can potentially win. Um, but I'm not I'm not too disappointed to draw because I think it's not it's an opportunity for us to progress. And I think we can do. You know, as I said earlier, if we play to the level we can play, we, we could, we'll win. But you know, um, but as I said as I said earlier, Wednesday at home have been have been playing quite well. So it's a dangerous game. You know, it's not it's going to be I think a much tougher game than it would be if we were the home side. So. Yeah, looking forward to it. All right, I'm going to ask you a question then, Mark. Do you think we can get three wins out of three against Sheffield Wednesday? Um, I think we'll win the league game. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a draw in the cup and then we win the replay. Okay. That's my idea. Okay. How do you feel about that, James? Do you think you can get redemption on us and, and, and win one of the games? Yeah, I, I think you're... You know, obviously, if if you beat us in the league, then you'll think you know it's it's, it's literally five or six days after. You'll probably yeah. think you know it's we can we can do the same again. Um, having said that, I, I think we'll probably go strong, and you'll probably make quite a few changes. And and obviously, if you beat us, then that means you're probably you know even further into the playoffs, and you know things you start looking at, at those sorts of things rather than you know the prize for for getting into the Premier League is is far greater than the hundred and twenty thousand pound that you'll get for. For winning in the FA Cup, so um, yeah, I, I think um, I, it wouldn't surprise me if what you've said, Mark, is how it pans out. Um, I don't want to have a replay. I'm, you know, I don't want to play Coventry any more times than what, than what we than what we need to do. To be perfectly oh, honest, um, enjoy enjoy it comfortably, don't we? Enjoy talking about the game. As, yeah, as we that. enjoy. Don't worry. Come back yeah. on any time. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not. It's not for you guys, by the way. You know, there's no, no hard feelings. Um, yes. But, know, but yeah, it, it's just. Um, yeah, I'd probably say we we could get something in the cup. If I'm being, if I'm, if I, if I was a betting man, I had to put my money somewhere, and we we're going to win one of them. It would probably probably be in the cup, I guess. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Any uh, any other questions, Mark, on the on the league uh, or on the uh, cup game? Um. I suppose it's not a question for me. It's a question for like fans and um, going to the games. of Sheffield was was a good place with pubs and um, that kind of thing, social stuff for the game in the by Hillsborough. Yeah, I think. Well, I think the the main uh, away pub is is actually in the centre of town. So we're actually, you know, we're kind of in the in the outskirts, but where the Sheffield train station is, there's a, a pub called uh, the, the Howard, which is probably the the one where everyone um, everyone goes to mainly because it is bang outside the train station, and then you can uh, pop straight through the train station, jump on the tram, and the tram stops uh, bang outside the ground. So great, great links in terms of uh, in terms of that. Um, not quite sure what the last time what the time the last tram is and what have you for getting uh, getting back into town. But uh, but now there's 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 not really any car parks around the ground, but there's loads of on street parking that you can uh, that you can use. I uh, I park just off Peniston Road uh, before you get to the McDonald's. If you get to the McDonald's, you've gone a bit too far. Uh, I'm just on one of the side streets there. And there is a few pubs on the way. So if you've not got colours on, I'm sure you'd be more than welcome uh, welcome in there. And um, 
and yeah, it's just about 10, 15 minute saunter down Peniston Road uh, to the ground. And um, but yeah, like in terms of parking, it is like I said, there's no real big car parks. We're not, we're, you know, it's like you alluded to earlier, tr- traditional ground with houses around it. You yeah. know, where it's not not these ones that are plonked on the on the edge of the city with big car parks and and stuff like that. It is uh, it, we do struggle in that in that regard. But but no, it's. Um, yeah, that's probably your best. That's probably your best bet. Cool. Great. Thank you very much. Anything else, Mark? No, no looking forward to the game. Brilliant. So, as always, uh, I finish it on the uh, the word association. They are different questions to what you answered uh, last time. Um, so, uh, let's get going. So, the first one is loudest fans this season that you've heard, home or away? Ooh. Um... Loudest fans. I mean, Hull were quite loud, um, but we beat them, so we did quite we did quiet them down. But they <laughs> they brought quite a few, so I'd have to say I'd have to say them so far. Okay, uh, Barry Bannon, legend. Okay, uh, what do you expect in the January transfer window? Uh, what what do I hope for or what do I expect? I, I hope for a lot of signings. What do I expect? Not a lot. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, what's been the biggest surprise of the season or who's been the biggest surprise of the season? Uh, Bailey Cadamartri, I guess. We don't, I don't have many coming from the youth setup. So Bailey Cadamartri coming through and, and scoring three goals, uh, only 19 years old. So, yeah, him. Okay. Uh, and the last one. Player of the season so far. Oh, that's a tough one. That um, there hasn't been many, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I'd have to say I'd have to say Bailey Cadamartri again. You know, uh, okay. breaking through into the first team and uh, you know, and bagging three goals in so far. So yeah, it'd have to be him. Okay, Koki. Um, so uh, thank you very much. Uh, much appreciated for your time again. I know no it's problem. gone slightly over our normal one, but obviously we have rounded up the. Uh, the FA Cup game as well. Uh, so thank you very much for coming on. Uh, where can we find you and what guys, what do you guys do again? Yeah, so it's the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Just search for at WTID pod across all the socials and all the links are there. Like I said, all the major podcasting platforms, you can uh, also watch us on YouTube as well. Um, yeah, we just, like I said, talk about the game from the weekend, very lighthearted. Uh, people liking it to four mates, down the pub that's the kind of vibe that we uh that we go for so uh yeah excellent we like that's, that that's vibe it. we like that vibe excellent. Yeah. uh right so that's it for uh the uh, the preview show uh thank you very much mark uh for your attendance again it's much appreciated enjoy chatting sure. with you yeah. uh thank you again james um look if if we happen and we don't go up this season fingers crossed that we do uh, however we go up uh, if we do get to play obviously we'll, we will speak again um, next season uh, we might even obviously we might try and do something because I know you've got things planned uh, and we might try and join you on that if uh, if that's okay and, and have a chat yeah. on that and things like that yeah that's great yeah doing a 24 hour live stream during the international break uh, raising money for prostate cancer UK so yeah that uh, we did a 12 hour one a couple of years ago so we're going one step further and doing 24 hours we'll see how that goes we've got lots of lo- loads of things planned as well um yeah I, i'm i'm open to do a full full 24 hours anyway 
fantastic fantastic and what what a great cause as well absolutely yeah. brilliant. Yeah. so uh thank you again uh for that uh don't rush off uh once we've finished recording we'll just have a quick chat uh, afterwards as well james um oh, just remember where you can find us uh is scrolling down the bottom x facebook tiktok instagram we're sponsored by right steel fabrications and we're partnered with the anecdote sports bar please go and like and subscribe everything that we do it is much appreciated uh our next target is 350 subscribers we're just over 300 now so we're, we're well on our way and it's absolutely fantastic support that we're getting from you guys we are on, uh, obviously, streaming, um, uh, oh, God, uh, Spotify, Amazon, uh, iTunes, and things like that as well. So wherever you get your podcasts from, uh, we're on there as well. If you don't want to watch us, hopefully you would like to listen to us. Um, so from me, thank you very much. Thank you, Mark, once again, and thank you, James.